So everybody made fun of like the way I look, like because I dress differently, because the culture is different. Like I would bring Korean food, so they like make make fun mm -hmm. of my food and all of those things. So I, all throughout my life, like even till my thirties, I grew up thinking that I'm a weirdo. Woo! Welcome everyone to uh, another episode of Authentic as Fuck, where we talk about building an authentic personal brand with Welcome. my lovely co-host, Elizabeth Brody-Waite. Hello. Hey, Elizabeth. Hi. How are you? You look lovely, as always. Thank you. I mean, hey, to be I nine months be out, or nine days out from... Yeah, I, I was just about to say, like, I can't believe you're, like, about to give birth in, like, a week. <laughs> I know, me either. Me either. Who knows? It could be sooner. It could be later, depending on what the baby wants to do. But um, I'm trying to keep my hair clean. And were you on your first um, pregnancy? Was it like pretty spot on on the on the day? Pretty much. I mean, I was pretty fortunate. She was a couple of days late. Um, okay. I was due on a Friday. She ended up coming really early on that Sunday morning. Um, mm. So pretty, I mean, that's pretty, pretty good. Um, but by anyone that has uh, had a baby, you, you know, that the, those last couple of weeks are like, <laughs> you're counting the days usually, unless there may be some people out there who are like, who loved it all the way up to the last minute. But the last couple of weeks for me, you just can't like wait to extremely, <laughs> yeah, it's just like, you're uncomfortable. Like I can't reach my shoes very mm -hmm. well. Like I'm not sleeping great. Um, mm. but I am nesting a ton. So our house has been completely cleaned and we have so much trash outside that our company that, that comes to get our trash is probably going to make two runs. Cause it's so, like, I'm just like throwing out everything. <laughs> like we don't need this. We don't need this. Donate this. Um, so it's productive. You look amazing. So. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Oh, we're almost there. So, so today, uh, yeah. yeah. What are we going to talk about today? So today I thought we should talk about, um, like building a tribe, mm -hmm. like building a personal brand is a lot like building a church. So I, we've talked about this before yeah. and I've talked about it with a lot of people before, because, um, I don't know. Do you go to church or no? No, I have, I've been exposed to it. I mean, okay. I grew up <laughs> in the South, so it's hard yeah. to escape. Um, <laughs> when did you, when did you stop going? Church. Um, we never formally went when I was a kid, uh, but oh, okay. I was, um, it was like not something that my family did, but I definitely went with a lot of friends or like vocation Bible school. Like I hit up all the VBS programs, <laughs> my grandma's neighborhood. Um, but it, it has never been something that has been a part of my life. Okay. So ne never like consistently, like every Sunday. Yeah. 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 So 
I told you last week, I, I grew up, like I went to church every week until Sunday. I went to Bible study. We used to go to the retreats, all of that, right? My mom is, yeah. um, conduct, like she leads the church choir. My sister played the piano or organ. So we were like pretty heavily involved in the community. And so I went all the way up until 18 because my parents kind of forced me to. But then once I went to college, I was like, fuck this. So I <laughs> <laughs> um, but <clears throat> what happened was when I started working with a lot of personal brands, like in the last five years, and I go to those kind of workshops, seminars, and like I meet people in the community and things like that. I saw a lot of similarity between mm-hmm. church and, and this kind of community, right? And I, like a couple of years ago, I read a study that said um, religion is in, in the United States, religion, I mean, in the United States, religion is pretty much Christianity. Religion is like on the decline. I forgot how much, like maybe by 5% or something like, like it went from, it was a significant amount, but, uh, spirituality went up by the same amount, right? Like when I say spirituality, I'm talking about like Oprah, Eckhart Tolle, like yoga, meditation, all of that. Right. So I can kind of see like, so that, that was kind of a click moment for me. Right. Like, oh, like, so people need it, like whether it's at a church or through another community or whatever it is, people need this shit. <laughs> so right. they, yeah, they need community. I think that's the word. Yeah. Yeah. The key they, word, they need, like, yeah. And yeah. the, um, and a lot of like younger people, millennials, they, they're very like science-based. So they don't, they're like anti-religion, but they are into like spirituality. So, so that's why I kind of brought it up with you and Michael. <laughs> and then I think kind of you guys kind of took that literally. <laughs> not, Michael not took literally. that literally. <laughs> he now calls it the church. Um, so you want to but, talk about kind of that change? Well, yeah. And I think, um, so there was, there was a, a part of me that wanted to come into today asking a question and it's it's sort of along these lines so for everybody listening like we don't plan son and i don't sit and plan out what we're going to talk about Uh, it's very organic (laughs) like above whole foods on the organic scale of how organic. literally yesterday i text i i texted you and said hey we should talk about this yeah (laughs) like and it was because I did an Instagram post on this topic, like the building of bread. Mm-hmm. It's like, and I got so many messages about it and people just loved it. And that's, that's why I knew it was going to be like a popular topic. So well, anyway. yeah, because we can all relate to that. And in that same vein. So I was thinking about it when, after I got your text, I was like, yeah, that that's an incredibly um, good topic for us to, to hit on. I think having Michael even we, like, having his perspective is he's even going to be more yeah. interesting because he we'll really definitely latched on. <laughs> we latched on to his, he latched on to this idea of like building a church and it really clicked for him that and anal- making that analogy and how that's what a personal brand has to do mm-hmm. um in order to have your tribe and to to build your community of supporters yeah. but it got me thinking about like what we're doing you and I just sharing our experience there, 
the first episode surprised me, like the comments that we were getting, particularly, particularly as they relate to authenticity mm -hmm. um, and everyone's opinions on authenticity and their definitions yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and how there's like this community of people like that really resonated with this message. message. So when you said, yeah. yeah, with like the, the authentic, um, the idea of being authentic, everyone kind of comes to the table with some different. Their views, definition. Yeah. Their <laughs> definition of it. Right. Yeah. And so I found myself looking at some of those comments mm -hmm. and not agreeing with yeah. how they were defining it, yeah. right? And even, they were wrong. I bet you even between you and me, and I bet you we all have some slight differences in the the meaning of the word, right? Or no. Abs yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. But what I found was like, like I wanted to have a conversation with those people about, okay, why do you feel this way? Or I disagree I, I don't think it's that I don't actually want to like your comment or mm -hmm. I want to, to, it, to so say, you just didn't like it. <laughs> you just, just didn't play a slight. <laughs> but it's like, I, but I want to engage in a conversation. And so what I but found, no. And so what I found was, I was holding back in the words of Michael, I was like holding back my unique perspective. Oh yeah. Okay. I see what you mean. Yeah. So it took me a long time to get here, but like something that I pride myself on not doing, I found myself doing mm -hmm. because I didn't want to upset them you know, but I think you don't want to so, disturb the waters, Dis disturb. Yeah. The, yeah. Because I'm no expert, right? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. I think there was this fear of like, well, I'm not the authenticity expert. Yeah. I'm just a human being sharing my experience yeah. on this earth. Yeah. But, and I don't necessarily agree with what you're saying. And I want to have a conversation about it. I don't want to mm -hmm. argue. I'm not there to like yeah. argue, yeah. but I found myself out of fear of what would happen, like not engaging in what could have been a very meaningful conversation. I think we should do that. I think we should engage. I do. I mean, I want. Like, I think that we should too. Because, like, like, you why? know what? You just made me think. Because I don't either. And mm -hmm. why? Because, like, in real life, you know, I do. I, that's know, what I, that's why I wanted to talk to you about it because I was like, in real life, I don't think either of us would have a problem saying, and not that Instagram is like our fake life, but like uh, it's, uh, but if I was sitting in across from the person who made that comment uh, and they uh, said, you know, this is what I think authenticity uh, is, I would have no problem saying, yeah, you know, I don't agree, or here's what I think. Uh, uh, uh. But Maybe part is of it, it so is the, I bet you part of it is because like, I also don't do it over text. Like mm -hmm. I, I like to do it like this. Yeah. So that's probably part of it. Like, because it's not a quick little conversation you can have on a th comment thread. Right. <laughs> right. But that has something to do with it, but not entirely, I think. Yeah. So it, and, and I feel you like, I didn't want to type out all the things I, uh, I thought. So what do you think it was for you? Cause I kind of know what, what it is for me, but 
that's what I, I've kind of been struggling with that. I was like, mm. like I said, it's something I pride myself on mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. some ways is my ability to, to just put it out there. Well, here's what I think. Um, and I, th- and maybe if it was a different topic that I felt like I was more experienced you know really in, well. yeah. um, then maybe I'd be willing to share it. Oh. But wh- who, why do you have to be experienced in yeah, authenticity? Yeah. <laughs> right. So I don't know. Like, I mean, if it had been a, a topic on baby led weaning for anyone who's mm. a mom, like or things like that I've actually like, experienced what? and have more, I don't know, more expertise. More expertise. In, yeah. Yeah. Then I would be like, oh. here, here it is here's what backs this up. This was my experience. You know, maybe we should do a disclaimer in every episode in the beginning that says, this is not an expert advice. Like (laughs) these are just purely our opinions. (laughs) And and sharing experience. Like Uh, that's it. mm -hmm. Um, Because I I noticed that actually, so this is a little bit off topic, but when I go on Instagram live and people ask me questions and I feel like I don't have the authority to answer that, mm -hmm. I always say, this is just purely my opinion. It doesn't mean it's right. Right. And then they're always like, yeah, we want to hear your opinion. Right. So I yeah. think that's kind of part of it. Like you don't have to be an expert because people actually want to hear your opinion. They, don't, they might not necessarily want an ex- expert opinion. You know what I mean? <laughs> True. Exa- yeah. Exactly. I guess. Yeah. Because I guess an expert is a little more intimidating in some ways. Like, than just another human being. And experts being, are like, not always right. I, I actually found that sure. experts always have an agenda. Like, you mm-hmm. know, like political experts, weather experts, they're always wrong. <laughs> they can't predict shit. <laughs> Financial, like, sure. you know, those like, yeah, is that guy with his like sleeves off that does like the, the stuff. Oh, yeah. I forgot his name. What is his name? <laughs> Everyone knows him. The bald guy, about. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, He's Kramer. Very passionate. Is Kramer? Kramer or something. I don't know. Anyway. But, but he's always screaming. Yeah. yeah so that it's guy. Like very intense. Always wrong. Yeah. True. True. But for me, I think part of it is like what Michael talks about, like holding back your unique perspective. And it's, it's partially because like this Instagram community, it's not like those like political Instagram community or like where there's a lot of trolls. Like, this kind of like self-help, uh, personal development, and also even like this kind of marketing education community. It's a very positive community. Everybody agrees with everything. Everybody's a yes man. Everybody's always nice to each other. Everybody's always like supporting right. each other, which I love. But sometimes it gets to me because, you know, like I feel a little fake. <laughs> that, I, think that's what it, I think that's what I kind of felt was like, someone's got to disagree with like mm-hmm. what some of the stuff we said or have yeah. questions or be like, well, yeah. wait, what did you mean by that? Yeah. And I think you and I both like thrive on those kind of conversations. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. those are the conversations I want to have because mm-hmm. those are the conversations that expose me to a new way of thinking mm-hmm. or a and different they're the most perspective interesting. in the world. Yeah. I've and had few people do that. Like it's very, very, very minimal, like less than, I would say like 0.2% of my comments. 
are like disagreements. So when I see that, I always pin it, those comments. And it becomes usually a long thread of just me and them going back and forth. But I want more of that because I subconsciously feel like I'm, I I don't want people to hate me and I don't want them to like unfollow me or something like that. (laughs) Like, I I know it sounds ridiculous, but there's something about something like that there. I think subconsciously, which, which is, I'm like, yes, agree. 100%. This this goes back to like what we were talking about. Like you want to feel like you're part of a community. Mm. There's like this innate human. So this is where I made the connection. I don't want to be out of the tribe. I don't want them to kick me out of the tribe. Yeah. Yeah. And Michael talks about that a lot too. Like we don't want to be kicked out of our tribe because if we can find a tribe to be safe in, Mm -hmm. then we, it is okay for us to be our true selves in the rest of the world when we're not with our tribe. So maybe I'm in the wrong tribe. Because, well, I don't know. I don't know if you're in the wrong tribe necessarily. Um, The only way to find out is by disagreeing. Right. And see what happens. But you've inspired me. (laughs) Hey, I just was like having this, like, like the church thing, the community thing. Mm -hmm. And then me finding myself like, wanting to be part of this community mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's so subconscious right like it's very even, subconscious human yeah. like all the way down to like our innate uh survival instincts yeah. i think uh, yeah, yeah exactly of <laughs> wanting so to young. have Gross. a safe place <laughs> <laughs> why why because like I, I i feel like i'm being a little fake and like I don't know. Maybe for my my like real life friends, like my none of my real friends are on Instagram. Maybe if they saw those comments, they're like, "Son, what what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, okay, why okay, are you well, so you nice?" Said, <laughs> hey, you said that. Okay, uh, Michael and I, I think we were in the Chick Fil A drive through uh, line this week, uh, and I actually said to him, "I was like, some of Son's comments uh-huh. are bullshit." <laughs> <laughs> podcast <laughs> no so what, what what do you think so let's actually go into those what are some of the ones that you disagree with or that i probably um, should have disagreed with yeah so, i want to be schooled <laughs> hey i don't know i'm i'm not saying that i know or that yeah. i mean better but like but you've kind of inspired me actually i'm gonna maybe i should just say whatever i feel like maybe i am being fake in my comments well, I think there's like being nice and cordial and appreciating the support. Uh-huh. And at the same time, like maybe it's the cynical part of my brain, uh, but I'm uh, like, how much of this is genuine? Part of, you know what? There are some times when, so when I put post something, I don't think very few people actually 100% understand, like 100% get the exact everything that I said. Right. Because like there are some nuances to it, but on a, they get the core, everybody gets the core message, but then there's also nuances to it that, you know, that some people don't get. And then there are some people who just, I can tell that they just totally missed the point. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Yes. And for those people, when I comment, I, I don't want to just be cause like I can start that discussion thread there. But it's just going to be a long ass thread because I like, 
it's just starting from too far away. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And yes. But I think also part of it is you're right. Like, I think I am being fake. I think I'm just trying to please everyone, which is kind of, I'm a people pleaser, you know? <laughs> yes, I know. So, I know. Yeah. Well, and I, and you are at the same time, I think you genuinely appreciate the support and the engagement. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, I don't think that you're saying anything yeah. that is untrue. Yeah, actually, all. you're right. I think you're the support. Yeah. yeah. Because a lot of people, a lot of times I follow people that I don't really care about their content, but I follow them to show support. Do you know right. what I mean? To show them that I, I'm here for you. I'm, I care. <laughs> Do you know what exactly, I mean? exactly. And so when people are showing you love back, like, I think that everything you're saying is like huh. true, uh-huh. but I also know son. Yeah. And I also know Sun has yeah. a lot of opinions that yeah, are I do. <laughs> in mo- most of the time, pretty profound. So I, I just, I just kind of went in this, like had this whole thing in my mind, like th- maybe this is what we should talk about yeah. because it is related to a church and a tribe, but. Yeah. So let's change the topic. <laughs> I think change. it's more interesting. <laughs> Cheers, we just renamed the episode. Wait, Hello, yeah. everyone. Hello. <laughs> this episode, we'll be talking about being fake in your comments. <laughs> Stop being fake. This, this is a PSA. Yeah. No, but, but you've totally inspired me. Like, I, because I had a feeling I was doing that and I kind of felt a little robotic. And, and especially because I'm telling everybody to be genuine, right? Like, it, it almost. It almost feels like I'm not practicing what I preach. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm, yes. I'm one of those like fake, pa- like Joel Osteen or something. <laughs> I think he's a uh, real pastor. I, I should have said that, but <laughs> <laughs> whatever. But, 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 but it's like the disconnect from uh-huh. like reality. Yeah. And I think I'm starting to better understand because I've lived a social media life as Michael Brody Mm. not as Elizabeth (laughs) Brody Yeah. You're the, and whenever Michael Brody replies, it's you. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes (laughs) a lot of the time. Um, He like, he, uh, he usually reads all the messages and especially but you know him really so profound. well so i think you know what he would say what he would say yeah. yeah and you know what he's really good about is like when he leaves a comment he's not he doesn't say like thanks you know he he asks questions mm-hmm. kind of like exactly what he does in real life Mm-mm. like if you said if you left a comment that said i was really inspired by your post he would say, well, what part of it inspired you? What about it inspired mm-hmm. you? Um, because he genuinely wants to know what part of when, this message When that person resonated. was just like, now that, but just knowing Instagram, <laughs> that person who left the comments is going to be like, fuck. Like, I, I was just uh, trying to say it be nice. <laughs> exactly. So it's like this vicious cycle. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, there was a, a, there was a comment about, and it was the only one I engaged in a deeper level of like commu- of 
conversation and because it really resonated with with me was that authenticity means that we have to be this or not it wasn't exactly this way but it was mm-hmm. like being yourself you, the exact mm-hmm. same version of yourself mm-hmm. at work at home in school oh yeah like, yeah, yeah i remember across, that yeah. yeah across the board and i completely disagree mm-hmm. with that because that's not that is not how i define authenticity, authenticity. so when because, you say when you say different right like in what sense mm-hmm. like Well, I mean, the way that I show up at home with my family, my daughter, and with my husband is not going to be the same that I show up for. Obviously not with your daughter, because like, you're not going to talk to your daughter like you're talking to an adult. (laughs) Right. (laughs) That's going to be so weird. (laughs) That would be weird. what's up? (laughs) Hey, what's up, ABW? How was your day? (laughs) So Let I guess in that sense, anything. what you mean, that's, that's what you mean in that sense. Kind of, yeah. but like, like there's a level of comfort, right? When you're with, that is the, my family is where I feel the safest. So I can be the most vulnerable. I can make the most mistakes. I can be the, le- as um, unguarded as I want to be, or as I, I don't even have to think about it. I don't even have to think about how I have to be. Um, does it make me disingenuous to, you know, be thoughtful about how I present myself on this podcast or how I present myself on social media? Yeah. I don't think so. I guess it's kind of like, yeah, at home, you're just going to walk around in your pajamas. Doesn't mean you're not authentic when you're, if you're not walking around in pajamas when you're outside. Right. Like, <laughs> right. I think that's like the physical, like that's a physical yeah. analogy of it, yeah. but it like, even how I share my experience on this mm-hmm. earth with my husband mm-hmm. is going to be different than how I share my experience on this earth with every other human, like mm-hmm. in the world. So the, my willingness to, yeah. Okay. I see what you mean. You see what I'm saying? Like, it's not even like the, the, the way that we should, Show like up. privacy. Just, I mean, because I think you can still have privacy. Like yeah. you can still be private about certain things. That doesn't mean you're you're not being authentic, right? Like, or is the, that you know? I, I don't know. I think it's just like you know, telling my husband like I'm really struggling with um parenting our daughter and getting into the like the the nitty gritty details or or I'm feeling exhausted or emotionally um spent and you're not going to talk being, about that when you're I may not talk I may not be yeah. willing to yeah, talk about that because that's private information yeah like, that they don't need to know that right but I but I also think that like I'm not gonna of, like I'm not going to talk about like all my emotions and feelings about, you know, if I'm having problems with Gigi or like my financials or like, I'm not going to talk everything about with everyone. Right. But when I am talking about certain topics, I can be authentic in that topic, but that doesn't, right. I, I, I can draw the line where I, okay, this I'm willing to share this. I'm not willing to share. Right. Right. Um, or even like, right. And even within that topic, mm-hmm. maybe it is, you know, I'm having difficulties with my significant other, or I'm, mm-hmm. I'm having difficulties as a, as a mother, I'm having difficulties just showing up 
in mm-hmm. life right now, but maybe I go into different levels of detail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I do think exactly. that there is something powerful about human connection when you share your struggles, because that's where we connect. We don't connect yeah, on, yeah. like, I just won Best Mom of the Year award or Best <laughs> Social Media like Expert award. Like, we're not going to connect on that, but it, we would uh, connect on uh, the daily the struggles, more human so. things. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, it's a that would have been an interesting topic to discuss in comments. What? So you should have. Yeah. And I, and like, and part of me wanted to like do a, a story or something like responding uh-huh. to it or like some video uh-huh. responses. Cause it's much easier for me to, uh-huh. to do communicate it. that way. Um, or even do like a live, like, I mean, I'm sure you're not going to be able to do every single one, but whenever yeah. you, you know, come across one, you can. Yeah. You should. And I should too, actually. Yeah. Especially when it really resonates, like really hits, yeah. hits a nerve or not a nerve, but like really speaks to me mm-hmm. or speaks to you. Like I do think that we, I, I don't know if that person was talking more about that or, um, cause like for me, uh, I used to act diff- like, I'll go into the office and I'll do the whole business talk, like, you know, you know, buy, sell, ASAP, like all those, like, <laughs> you know. All the jargon. Uh, let's touch base. Yeah, let's touch base. Uh, like, like, bring out that lingo, right? And then yeah. I'll come home and I'll, to my friends, I'll be like, yo, what's up? <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I just spilled coffee all over me. I'll be right back. <laughs> okay, I'm back. <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> you were so cash about that. Yeah, because it happens so much. It happens like I'm so clumsy. <laughs> it's just the regular. Yeah, it's just occurrence. That's my daily. Yeah. Uh... Yeah. So what was I talking about? Well, you're talking about engaging in those comments that speak to us. Oh yeah. No. So that person, I think, cause when I, when I used to, when I was at work and I'm home or whatever, like, you know, like I would almost talk like Mm -hmm. I'm a different person. You know what I mean? Like, and I found that to be a little bit over time. I find that to be a little bit like fake. I didn't like it. So I just Mm -hmm. started like, so I started like talking like how I normally would in front of clients and, and with my friends. So I just like kind of matched it all. It's still not like perfect. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not exactly the same person, but I, now I think I've become pretty, pretty consistent. Like the way I would talk to a client is similar to how I would talk to my friends. You know what I mean? Right. So I, in that sense, I don't know. Maybe, but maybe that's wrong too. Like maybe you should talk differently, like what under certain circumstances. Well, I think that makes sense though. That totally, I like, I think that totally makes sense. Um, I don't know For what me, the line is like where, where it becomes like disingenuous yeah. unless you're not being true to yourself. Yeah, yeah. That, for me, that, that's exactly it, right? Like I think right. for me, the only person that can know whether I'm authentic or not is me. Like nobody, mm-hmm. cause like, 
if I feel authentic doing that, then maybe that's authentic, right? Like right. talking differently. Because um, like, if you look at like pastors, for example, like I'm sure like Martin Luther King, when he gives his speech, I'm sure he doesn't talk like that every day. Like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like at all, right. right? But I just, for me, I felt disingenuous doing that. So that's why like, for me, it's more of like, what makes me feel yuck? like the commenting I think I told you about, right? Like I, I feel a little bit fake when I do that. So that means that's maybe that's trying to tell me something. That's maybe that's my subconscious telling me that son, stop being fucking fake. Like, yeah. <laughs> th there's some like that, that you've got this like little alarm, which I don't know that yeah. many people have that. That's, that's telling you, or maybe, you know what? I think we do all have that, uh, but we like override it. Yeah. I mean, we talked in. about it last week, like, like that girl who was like, thank you so much. Right. Like they, to her, she thinks that's, that's, that's her being authentic, but in reality, cause like, I think for me, the authentic, real authenticity is when I was like six years old, like six years old, I gave zero fucks what anybody thinks of me. I talk however I want, wherever I am, I, I fall asleep in church, whatever it is. Right. Like, that was because I, I fell asleep and started snoring one day, like in church. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. So like things like that, right? That's like your true right. self. Your true self. Um, so like, but as we grow up, we start talking differently. Like we start mimicking like what's how our celeb the celebrity that we like talk, you know, like that whole kind of like the L.A. Valley accent or what like I the other day I was listening to Joe and, uh, and there, what, is it, what do you call it when you go up at the end of the sentence? Like, so, so this weekend I was here and this is like that, like even that <laughs> yeah, is like, yeah. <laughs> that, that's kind of like something that we, we learn to, to imitate. And then we almost feel like that's our authentic self, but mm -hmm. Is it really like, <laughs> who knows? <laughs> right. Well, and I think it comes into play, particularly from a personal brand sense, when you start watching everyone else around you and what they're mm -hmm. doing and, and you start comparing mm -hmm. your message and your delivery and, and you start looking at them and thinking that's what you have to do in order to be successful. Um, and I've definitely done that. <laughs> that, yeah. And then that's because that could be true to them. Like whoever's yeah. doing it and whoever's being yeah. successful that way. Yeah. Like when I look at all of these personal brand, like when I look at Gary Vee, that's his way. Mm -hmm. That's him doing his thing. That doesn't mean that if you're building your own personal brand that you have to do it the way he's doing it mm -hmm. and, and mimicking that and how much value and beauty and the true connection is going to happen when you do yeah. your version yeah, exactly. of it without, yeah. without hesitation. That's what people are going to be drawn to. Because right. they, they've never seen that before, right? Like, because when you're truly being yourself and unique, the way you talk, the way you, the words you use and everything is so unique that that's what they're drawn to. Because 
everybody is trying to imitate each other. Everybody's trying to like kind of fit in, right? They're trying to, if you're in the Valley, you're going to talk like a Valley girl. If you're in Brooklyn, you're going to talk like, you know, talk like Brooklyn. And you know, if you're Boston, you're gonna, like <laughs> everybody's going to try to fit in. But when you're being yourself and you're standing out, that's what people are drawn to because they're not used to that. They're, if you're talking like everybody else, you're just like, they don't want to hear that. They hear that every day. <laughs> exactly. They see that in their feed every day. Yeah. That's the email they're getting every day. Um, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Oh, not another, not another Gary V. Or like, they're not even gonna say that. They're gonna be like, not another wannabe Gary V. Exactly. You know I mean? Because he's already that's his spot. Mm -hmm. Um, and so then when you see all these personal brand experts telling you how to be a personal brand, it's mm -hmm. there. Yes, there are things you can do to make yourself more successful. I fully believe that. At the same time, it's called a personal brand for a reason yeah. because yeah. it's, it's about you. Like well, not I wonder about why, with the formula. But it's become so cliche. Like, cause like, I, I, I really don't feel like when, when people hear be yourself, right. When all the, everybody out there is saying, just be yourself. Like, I really don't think that like 90% of people in the world don't truly know what that really means. They're like, oh yeah, of course, be myself. Like, but are and you And they don't really? know how. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? I do. I mean, I mean, I don't even think I know what that means. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, am I being myself? I mean, you, this is a whole like philosophical, like intellectual Round yeah, but I think most people wheel. think that they're being themselves. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah, I guess so. No, I would no. agree. Because if you were truly being yourself, you would be different than most people. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and maybe it goes back to like the fear piece. Mm -hmm. Like we hide, we are hiding parts of ourselves mm -hmm. out of fear of what mm -hmm. everyone else is going to say or think. And so we, we're putting on the best version of ourselves for the world to, to see. So for me, that started when I was like in junior high and it got really strong when I was in high school. And then that kind of became me, right? Until like, like in my thirties, I think I, I broke out of that, right? Like literally not giving a fuck about what other people think right because even if when people say that but like i got to a point where i really truly i i cared a little bit and well actually i did care but i did it anyway like i i just you know i just acted like myself anyway knowing that like that might be stupid or that might look foolish or whatever it is. Right. But that didn't happen until my thirties. Cause all, you know, I, cause I came from, I moved here from Korea when I was 11 and everybody like used to make fun of me in my school. There were only three Korean kids in my school. Like by the time I got to high school, it was so wow. many Koreans. So everybody made fun <laughs> of like the way I looked like, cause I dressed differently. Cause 
you know, the culture is different. Like I would bring Korean food. So they'll like make, make fun mm -hmm. of my food and all of those things. So I, all throughout my life, like even till my thirties, I grew up thinking that I was, I'm, th I'm a weirdo, right? I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm the weird kid in like, in a school full of white kids, <laughs> I'm, I'm the weird, weird kid. Right. And that stuck with me all through my thirties. So I think the entire my throughout my entire life, I've been I think I've been trying to fit in. I try I try to look at what other people do and try to be normal, because I you know mm -hmm. I'm I'm the weirdo, so I have to try to be normal, right? And then that got really like when you're in high school, obviously, like you you just want to fit in and you know you right. want to be part of a clique or whatever. So that became really strong, and then to a point like where by the time I was in college, like I didn't even know that I was being fake, like I was trying to pretend to be something that I'm not, right? So, yeah, I think that kind of, but I think that that's not like just my experience. I think a lot of people go through that in high school when they try to fit in, that's when they try to find their identity or whatever it is, even though, but as an adult, like the older you, like if you look at like seven year old grandmas and grandpas, they like literally give zero bucks. They're that are, that are authentic as fuck. <laughs> They might still go to their bingo community or, you know, whatever they're a but part you know, of. They say whatever they want, right? Like they don't, they literally don't care. Yeah. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The, and, but I, I still think that even, I do think that it's very strong. That feeling that you're talking about is very strong in our, you know, preteen and teen years, even into college yeah. um and those years but i don't think it goes away necessarily oh, as really? we get i don't think so i don't because i think that goes back to what we were talking about everyone wants to be part of some kind of community yeah. i think you care less about which community it is maybe so we're still in high school <laughs> your community is your high school <laughs> i just think we're humans because yeah. like i want to i want to find a community of you know, mothers moms. to be a part of, right. And a mom's group to be a part of, I want to find a community of whatever you identify with. Yeah. 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 Like, or, and what I have found is that like, I have to have these separate, you know, communities. Like mm -mm -mm. I'm a, it's really hard for me right now to find a community of women who work behind the scenes of their husband, mm -hmm. have a family, like trying to that's a very these. niche community so, so in all of you out there you start like, one <laughs> i need that um who's passionate about like working out and like all these uh, things i need like a we need like a, a uh, an app like i need the tinder for this uh, like finding my tribe <laughs> <laughs> um, you have like category of like what you are yeah. and then you try to match it <laughs> right but, but I, I still, so I guess my point is just like, I think that no matter how old we are, how experienced we are, we want a place. And a lot of times for most of us in more traditional, um, who have more traditional lives than, mm -hmm. than maybe you and I do mm -hmm. in the sense of like, they're go to a, a, you know, nine to five job and mm -hmm. go to an office every day that mm -hmm your work community is where you spend most of your time. Oh. And so that, yeah, that is your, your tribe. Yeah. 
right? And so if your tribe is like setting the standards of how to operate, then. Yeah. Like even at night out, we had our little own clique of like 15 people. There was like, that was our community, right? There was a night out. We had so much pride in that. And then there was a one girl uh, who moved to San Francisco. So she was working remotely for like a year. And like after like six months, she she became miserable, right? Like just working from being detached from mm-hmm. this community. So what we started doing is we will start Zoom like this and then she'll just have it off like the whole time and we'll have it off so we could just see each other like the whole time. Yes, yeah. But ultimately like, yeah, she ended up leaving because she wanted that environment where she can go into and feel like she's part of the community and, you know, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Part of a part of like, we have to have something that we're, we're and I think if you don't have it, once you find it, like you're so drawn to it. Like when I found like the Baptist yoga community, I was just so immediately drawn to it because I've, I haven't experienced something like that since like church. (laughs) Right. Yes. So that's probably why this kind of tribe thing is happening right now. And instead of, instead of like Christianity being the thing and then everybody's being that community, like every, like one of these kind of personal brands, influencers have their own thing. And so if we're talking about authenticity, even if like somebody might not be fully like, being authentic or something like that right now, but maybe they're drawn to that message. Like for me, when I said, oh, that was kind of fake. But when, if I see somebody like Gary Vee, who's like literally, you know, super authentic, maybe I'm drawn to that because I want to be more like that. You know, mm-hmm. I, I want more of that. And I want, I want to be around people who gets that and understands that and is not going to judge me for it. You know and what I mean? Yeah, appreciates appreciate yeah. you for it not even yeah, that they yeah. don't judge you but they like appreciate that yeah that's even next step yeah, yeah that element of yeah. of you they have same interest that, yeah because um i started like becoming friends with a lot of my clients because a lot of my friends from like 20s like most of them are not business owners so they're still employees, but you know, like when you, when you start running your business and things like that, it's kind of like, you know, the, the parents know, don't know what the children's like parents don't see the children's point of view and vice versa. It kind of becomes like that where you're, when you're running a business, you see all those things that you didn't see as an employee, um, that you're like, Oh, I get it now. Like I, I get why my boss was like that or, you know, something like that. Yes. Yes. So you can appreciate I, them more. Yeah, yeah. Like you can appreciate their perspective a yeah, little yeah, more. Yeah. Yeah. So once I got there, every time I started hanging out with my friends, I felt a little bit of a disconnect because like there was this one part of me that they didn't get. And there was this, this part of me that they all get, like when they got together and like talk shit about their boss or like complain about their jobs and all of that, there was that part of it that I didn't get. Because I'm like, yeah, I can understand why your company did that. <laughs> Makes sense, brother. You know, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, yes. So I felt myself becoming more and more detached from that community. 
But when I talk about it with my clients who are all business owners, they all get, get this other side of me. So I, become, I, I started becoming more of that community. Do you know what I mean? So I yeah. think we, like, I don't want, cause I don't want to be, I don't want to be judged by all those people <laughs> that are saying, son, you're, you know, you're an evil, like boss or whatever. Right. <laughs> like, I don't want that right. judgment. Whereas in, when I talk about the same topics here, you know, we're, we're aligned in interest and they're, they actually welcome it. And they're like agreeing with me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it doesn't, I don't think that's to say that we can't have both. Right. Like we I mean, just, yeah, I still hang out with them. Yeah. Right. Like, <laughs> but how important it is, is our lives, our lives like shift and change. And oh. as we evolve that we align ourselves oh. with the groups that make the most sense. And I, we don't have to, like, it's okay to change. Mm-hmm. And we talked about this last week. Like it's okay to evolve and change. And that's like a normal process. Oh. Um, and sometimes you might lose people in your tribe and then you'll get new ones, but your so your tribe evolves with you. It evolves with you. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause there are still friends like my best man in my wedding. He's still like one of those, like he not non-business owners, but I'm still close with him. So like there are some people still, you know, come along <laughs> And then there are some people who gets left behind, right? And then the new people come along and join. And, yeah. yeah. Life is seasonal like that. <laughs> I think anyway, like you, you like cross paths with these different people, at like different parts in your journey because of external circumstances, internal circumstances. And I don't, there's something really beautiful about it, but we i think that's community is so important yeah because when you're starting let's say you're starting a business right or you're starting your spiritual like i don't know if you uh follow russell brand at all you know russell a little bit yeah a little bit you know how he's like completely changed now like he used to be this like like druggy rock star and now yeah 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 because he did a book on uh he did a book Basically took the 12 steps and rewrote them. Oh, really? I think, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because like, I know he talks about that a lot, about addiction and... He does, yeah. Things like that, yeah. So, you know, like, he's kind of his perspective has shifted now that he's, like, in this um, kind of spiritual journey. Mm-hmm. I'm sure, like, his old friends that are, like, alcoholics and druggies are not on board with that. They're probably like, what the hell's wrong with you, right? Like... <laughs> He probably doesn't like, talk to them at all. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> but that's what I mean. Like when you, when you go into this like new journey in your life, it's good to have somebody, at least one other person or friend, you know, that you can talk to that's cause like, otherwise you feel excluded. Right. And maybe that's another reason why this, these kind of community is popular because, you know, when I, when I started like, doing yoga and things like that, I feel like all of my friends would be like, son, what the hell's wrong with you? Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> but then I also have people, but if I was all alone in that, that would probably be hard. But because I have other friends that I can talk to that support me in that sense, it, it's a little bit easier for me to 
keep pursuing it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's like, less isolation. Yeah. I don't think we want to like feel isolated or like yeah. that we don't. I mean, it goes back to what we said. Like we, that's why I, I really believe like we, we always want to fit in somewhere. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's just, kind of, um, <clears throat> when you say, uh, when we say, when I say build a church, that's kind of what I mean, right? Like, well, like when you go to church, um, like there are some other groups where you go in, you're new. And I guess this is more like in a commercial, like at a workplace or something like that. But when you're new, people kind of like, you know, push, you're out of this clique, right? Like you're the new guy. Yeah. They're standoffish. They have, yeah. Yeah. They have inside jokes and like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then when you go to church, it's not like that at all. Like they, they welcome you. They actually put the new person like in the center of attention mm -hmm. and they, um, and like Baptist communities like that too. And I, that's, that's one of the reasons why I felt so welcome there. Like I felt like these people truly care about me. Right. Right. Because they do, right. They, they, they want you to see that you're part of the community. And I think that's kind of what I meant by building a church. Like when you, you know, when you, um, and maybe that's kind of also the reason why I'm, I'm commenting in a very supportive way, even sometimes, even like when I don't disagree, because some people are just not ready to see it until they're ready. You know what I mean? Like me just disagreeing, like just disagreeing with somebody might not teach that person a lesson, but maybe if I can like win over there, <laughs> their trust, then I can start a conversation and actually, you know, make a change, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I think that you, I think it's one thing to just like disagree and be like, no, I don't think that that's right. Yeah. <laughs> you can yeah. disagree in a nice way. Yeah. You can, you can disagree or just like share your perspective mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and share your experience and that they either will find value in it, part mm -hmm. of it, none of it or not you know like um you know michael, what has, yeah. michael always yeah. says like take take what you he's gonna be upset if i butcher this because i think it's a recovery yeah. saying <laughs> but take what you <laughs> uh oh it's like the bible <laughs> i mean he because every time i say any of this recovery sayings he's like it's not like that but basically it's take what you can and leave the rest yeah. so as you know, you and I are sharing experience, advice. I don't really yeah. love that word, our opinions, whatever. I think that's kind of our philosophy. I don't want to speak for you, but that's kind of how I think yeah. it's like, take what you can yeah. from what mm -hmm. we're saying and just leave the rest of it. Mm -hmm. You don't have to take it yeah. word for word. Or you don't, you don't have to take anything if you don't want to. Right? Like <laughs> if you don't yeah. want to, yeah. yeah. There might not I'm be I'm just anything. like trying to, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to speak to the people that are like me, right? Because there are people that are like me, overthinkers, <laughs> no, overthinkers, you know. introvert, like, um, you know, certain things that are the characteristics that I have, right? Perfectionist. And, are we going yeah. through what, what you are? Sent? Let me go through my list. Of, okay. I'm just kidding. What, what's your what are your laundry list <laughs> no i'm just gonna say like you're this son you're this no i'm kidding oh you're gonna do mine i was gonna tell you <laughs> yeah 
Yeah. No, I'm yeah. very, I mean, I, I would say I'm like 70% self-aware of my flaws and, yes. or flaws or like my, my characteristics. So I want to, for the people that resonate with the way I am, like, I just want to show them that there's this one way that you can do it, which is the way I do it. It's not the only way, but hopefully like they can learn something from it. Right. And exactly. Yeah. And feel less alone. Like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So that that's why I'm, maybe I'm doing the whole, like, but I, there's a way, there's a difference between, um, you know, how like in business school or whatever, when you're management, they teach you the compliment sandwich. Like you got to like yeah. <laughs> layer the criticism between the compliment. I think that's very <laughs> fake, right? <laughs> So that's annoying. like a. It I'm, thinking works, how much a I, I'm thinking of how much this is off topic, but I'm thinking about how much money I've spent on grad school and undergrad, uh-huh. um, and how much I feel like maybe I'm not using it. But anyway, go ahead. <laughs> that's one of the things you learned that you're not using. <laughs> that I'm not using. What else am I not using on the hundreds of thousands of dollars I spent? All right, but yeah, that that compliment sandwich only works if it's genuine. So that's the part they don't teach you, right? Because what I like to do is I will disagree, but I like to picture myself like in a non-judgmental way of maybe let's say I'm talking to like a younger designer, right? That works for me. And I'm, I need to give that person a criticism or something like that. I try to picture myself as the younger version of me who would do the same thing. Do you know what I mean? And so like, I, I try to make that connection so that I can empathize with them first. So then I would mm-hmm. talk about that first. I would start out with that empathy. It's like, oh yeah, I, I totally get you. Like, yeah, I, like I hate it when clients do that. Blah, 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 blah. And then, and though, and then I give them my perspective. Right. And though like our goal here is to serve our clients and that's how we're going to get happiness. And, you know, that's, what's truly going to make you happy. And then the chance that that person is going to actually accept that is a lot higher than if I'm like, dude, you got to be like this to a client. Like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes. I totally get it. Um, However, like, do you, do you think, like, I'm thinking back to when we were doing some of our stuff. Do you think mm-hmm. that you still hold back a little bit on? Yeah, I, I, it's, it's, but I think that's just a matter of time. Like, just, I don't have the time to go through every little, like, Detail. certain things I gotta, yeah, I gotta fight my battles. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. I'm terrible at, at empathy. Really? I'm so t- yes. Yes. Maybe that's what makes you so authentic. I'm terrible at empathy and, and I'm not, I know that's not a good thing. So like I have to, Michael actually has taught me this mm-hmm. is I have to write my version of an email, especially with people I don't know very well or that don't know me very well. My, because my version of email is like, it's very direct. 
Because I don't have time to, like, uh, you get, we ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> ain't nobody got time for that. Like, here it is. Yeah. Yeah, it exactly. is not personal. Yeah. It doesn't make yeah. them, le- I don't want to make them feel less of a person. Yeah. I'm not flowery. And yeah. then, so he, he has taught me to write out my very direct email, just get uh-huh. it out, and then go back. Yeah, that's a good advice. And add in the, like, yeah. the pieces <laughs> that will acknowledge and empathize. Yeah. With the person like, I'm sending it put to. Put yourself in that person's shoe or something. Yeah. Yeah. And I have such a hard time. I have such a hard time doing that. And it's, it truly, and like I try to explain to him, I'm like, it's not about the per. like, I'm not upset at the person. I'm not, I don't think that they're a bad person. But there's going to be your tribe that resonates with that, that just like, I don't have time for this bullshit. I just cut through the bullshit and just like get to the point. Like here right? it is. Right. Yeah. There, I think there are my... certain personality types that are like that. I, mm-hmm. I actually think I'm one of them. So I completely empathize with you in that sense. Yeah. It's like, really hard. It's really do you know, hard. Do you know Ben Shapiro? Yes. I know that name. Why do I know uh, that name? He's like a political commentator. Like he's like this conservative political commentator okay and i was watching a youtube video of him where he was taking a personality test and then they were explaining to him what he was the characteristic and he was like yeah like i don't i hate meetings i just want to get to the point and then like 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 he talked about a few traits like that where yeah i don't don't want to waste like trying to be nice in the email and things like that and i totally resonated with that right um so yeah i think naturally that's how i am too but, and I don't know if this is being inauthentic, but I read that book from uh, Gabby called Judgment Detox, right? And I went to her workshop and she talks about like how she is like, like sometimes she'll be having lunch with a friend and it's like immediately she's just going into like judgment mode, right? Like, like, you know, like she's so like, I hate her makeup or like whatever it is, right? Um, and and I kind of resonated with that too, right? Like by how can I like stop judging by empathizing? And that's that's where that whole thing comes from. Because like when I see a young designer doing something like that, when I see a young designer like let's say being really uh cocky or when I when I see them thinking like that their answer is the right answer because from their point of view. You know, they're, they're, they're thinking of it like this cause I was like that. Right. But then like, now I know that, yeah, there's a lot more important thing than just making something like trendy or beautiful. Right. There's like the, the words actually have to be legible, right? Like people have to be able to understand <laughs> it, like things like that. Right. So like, I can just jump to judgment and be like, Psh, like, you know, like you don't know shit yet. Like, like I can jump to that judgment, like uh, this like cocky young designer who thinks he's the shit when in reality, this is the truth. Or I can go back to that time when I was there because everybody's evolving. People are, so you can't, no matter how wrong that person is, it's hard, it's hard for me to judge them. If... I understand that that person can change five years from now, right? It's, he's not always going to be like that, right? 
Right. And somehow, if I can be part of that change, it'll be even better. You know. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I totally, I totally get it. Like I, I think there's so much value in it, uh-huh. and I wish I was better at that. I wish. I wish I could. And, and you know what? I shouldn't say I wish. Like I could if I, if I really wanted to. I mean, Only if it's real. authentic to you. Well, I mean, <laughs> I think one of the hardest things that it's been something that's been a struggle for me and I've gotten a little bit better over the years mm-hmm. because I'm so aware of it is mm-hmm. I expect people to think like me. Mm-hmm. And so when they don't think like me, it's really hard for me to understand. Yeah. Um, you got to read like judgment what? detox. <laughs> I know. I, I, you know what I do because but you're, I bet you you're very hard on yourself too. Like, it, and that's you hold what, yourself to that high standard yes. that you hold other people to. Yes. Uh. Because the judgment truly like the, the person I judge the most uh. is yourself. me. Yeah. And you're right. That is what I'm doing. I am judging myself. And then I project that onto whoever else like, and Michael's like, you're expecting these people to read your mind. Like you're mad that they didn't read your mind and that you didn't ask for what you wanted or, but I think we all do that to a certain degree. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Probably. The fact that you're self-aware enough to know that is you're probably far ahead of most people. <laughs> but you know what that take that took a lot of reflection. Like that took a lot of why am I so frustrated with everyone around me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah me because too. the common denominator <laughs> here is me. Yeah. <laughs> like, that was like exactly where I was like 6 years ago. <laughs> yes. Yes. I mean I think like for me it was like 3 Probably about three years ago or a little less because I ha- I've hated every job I've ever had. Like I uh, like it for like six months and then I'm like, everyone here sucks. Uh, yeah. And, but I, I think knowing that is kind of a superpower, like knowing mm-hmm. that because a lot of people do that and they don't even know that it's them. <laughs> do you know what I it mean? It takes like, work. Yeah, yeah. No, I, Yes. <laughs> It takes a lot of work. So if everything around you, you think sucks, like the only yeah. thing that's constant for everyone out there is yeah. you. It's just yeah. that you've got or to reflect. It's, it's kind of like, for me, it's kind of like a lot of people that I knew, like when I used to smoke, like in, in my old job, like we would mm-hmm. all go downstairs and all I hear is people just complaining, right? Like about how right. stupid everybody is. Like, oh, everybody's so stupid. Like, <laughs> and I, it happens now too, right? Like how everybody's like, oh, like everybody's so stupid for yeah. voting Trump. Like all of those things, right? Like, right. but okay, that is the fact, right? Like that's how people are. So you constantly just judging them is not going to change anything. Like <laughs> you have, now you have to shift <laughs> to, you know, like your, your perspective to whatever you, you need to do around that. Right. That, that fact is not going to change. <laughs> it comes down to, again, and my husband, my brilliant husband has taught me this. 
what we can control and what we can't control. Yeah, and so he's yeah. like, you can control like what you're saying to these people, the information you give them, how you give it to them. Yeah. You cannot control yeah. what they're doing, how they're acting. Yeah. If they're stupid, <laughs> like <laughs> that's <laughs> who our president is. Like you can't control those things. So I completely agree with what you're saying. Mm. You, we focus like, think about it. Think about how much time in your day. And I am married to the can and can't control <laughs> guru. Okay. Yeah. Like the that's all he man talks about. who that's all he talks about every decision. Okay. I'm going to go tell you this story. We had a flood in our house, uh-huh. like, um, over a year ago because a pipe burst overnight. And so this little tiny like pinhole in this pipe ended up being a year of reconstruction, um, completely destroyed our downstairs to the, to the studs and like half of our upstairs. It was like buried in the, in the wall. Well, it just leaked for hours. So we think it started around 11 PM and water had just Uh, been gushing for like, so you were flooded. It was flooded until like 6 PM. I mean, it was raining in my basement. The, (laughs) I come, my husband comes running, Michael comes running down the stairs, whatever. He's going to like try and hold, he's trying to hold the the pipe, Uh uh, put his finger on the hole and keep the water from squirting everywhere while I'm trying to like figure out what to do. I mean, it's complete chaos. And (laughs) I made some comment about, who knows what I said other than, oh, it's raining in our, I think I said it's raining uh, in our basement. And he's like, I can't control that. But what I can control is if you can turn off the water to the house. I could totally see him saying it like that. Can't control this thing. Everything that Michael Brody way, the yeah. everything like this. Is, so I know I've gone off yeah. on this for a minute, but I am married to the can and can't control yeah. guru the yeah. man who every decision in his life everything the, the way he looks at the world is through this lens uh, there is such even though i'm married to him i struggle and just think about the time that i waste focused on all of these things that i i can't control and if i mean so most of us do that we spend like probably 80% of our day thinking about the things that we can't control, right? Like And trying to like yeah. muster the energy to control them. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you right now. Yeah. When trying to come up with like million yeah. case scenarios. Oh, if I do this, maybe it can do that. Like, Yeah, <laughs> them being like you focusing on someone being stupid, mm-hmm. quote unquote, mm-hmm. like you're wasting a lot of energy on it. And don't get me wrong. The reason I can I'm like I can spot that is because I do the same Mm-mm. exact thing. <laughs> okay, so I feel you. Like I'm out there doing, and I'm judgment. sure like I'm sure Michael also feels that, but he catches himself. Just he catches in time. himself yeah. so quickly. It's like he, anything else, right? Yeah. Muscle memory. It's muscle yeah. memory for him, yeah. and and I have found it having that awareness 
Mm-hmm. Right. Just awareness, like you were talking about earlier, awareness that this is a problem, awareness mm-hmm. that I'm focusing so much on these things I can't control. That in and of itself creates change in our thinking patterns. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, no, ca- I, I absolutely agree. So it's easier agree. to catch ourselves like I think that's the key. On, yeah. The, the key is all of these things are constant practice, right? Like even being authentic. Like for me, like I said, like when I say something and it, it was fake, it was like me bragging or whatever it was, right? Me humble bragging or whatever it was. I immediately catch myself mm-hmm. and I'm like, fuck, I did that. Or I, I name dropped or whatever it is, right? So that I'm, I, and, but just doing that over and over and over again for years will get you to a point where, you know, it just, yes, that emotion will still come up. Yes, it'll still happen. But at least you can fix it quickly, right? And yeah. Then, so when your house is flooding, yeah. you'll be asking yourself what you can't, you can't control. The first, in the first five seconds, you're like, oh, what can I control? What I can't, I can't control that, but what I can control, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and I, I I've been actually talk, talking about that. Like, that's nobody has like the aha moment that changes immediately. It's, it's more like, oh, I, I just became self-aware about that, and then you know, the more next time it's gonna catch your attention again. And again, and again, and again, but it's something that you have to constantly practice. It is practice. It's just like meditation. Mm -hmm. It's just like yoga. It's just like Mm -hmm. working out. It's just, Mm -hmm. it's like all of those things. You suck at them (laughs) when you first start. The first step is to be aware of it, that you're doing it and Mm -hmm. accept that that you want to make that. Because like... For me, once I make an, once I accept that I'm gonna make that change, like it becomes a lot easier for me to get there, right? Like for for example, like when I try to quit smoking, right? I'm sure that like this has to do with like addiction too, but <laughs> like my entire life, I've been saying, oh, I'm gonna quit, I'm gonna quit this year, I'm gonna quit this year, but it's kind of like, um. I say it and I believe it, but deep down inside, there's this part of me that are like, I really don't want to quit, right? I love like sitting out in the patio with my coffee and you know, smoking a cigarette. And, like, I just love everything about it so much that mm-hmm. even though I know that I should quit, I don't really want to. Like, and I think losing weight and like getting fit is the same thing, right? Like, yes, I want to I wanna fit body, blah, blah, blah. But in reality, like I love pizza too much or whatever it is <laughs> until you have that shift where you really want to change and you know that you need to change. I think it's yeah. so I think if the first is that acceptance of. At least for me, it is. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, awareness and then the desire. Yeah. Yeah. The awareness like and desire, the desire to really want to, to yeah. change. And I think there is something, again, I'm probably like referencing recovery mm-hmm. in the wrong way. But like I think that Uh-oh. that Michael <laughs> talks about that. Like you have to you have to know you have a problem, right? And you have to have the desire to change. And then what's 
what's so beautiful yeah. about what 12 step programs do and what he has done in his program is he's given you how to do it. Mm-hmm. So I think that then becomes the next barrier. So it's like awareness, desire, and then, okay, what the hell do I do? I don't know if you talked to him about like the conversation that I had with them, but I think it's both. I think it's the how, and I think it's the same for 12 step, but I think it's also the, it had the community also gives you the motivation to want to change because you can like see yourself like down the road. Is that what you mean? No, because like, for example, like if you go to church, right now we're bringing it all back to church. <laughs> Full circle, son. Uh, <laughs> this was all planned. To, <laughs> it was planned. If you go to church, uh, there's like the Bible studies, which is like, that's where you tells you like how you should live or blah, blah, blah. But I think the Sunday sermons is when you go in and you're, it has to be the pastor speaking because you're inspired by that sermon to want to live that way. You know what I mean? And I think motivational speaking in all of it is the same thing where mm-hmm. you constantly need that reminder and that inspiration and that motivation to want to do it. And then those steps, those process, how to do it will actually work. But if you just have the how, people lose motivation after, after a while. They're like, ah. Oh. But so I think it's, it's a little bit of both. You need, you need that motivation once in a while. And then you, you constantly need to like work at it too. Yeah. And I think that, I think he, he also, he talks about that. And that's in, you know, like 12 step programs. They have like half yeah, yeah. the, the what you do, yeah. you have the community of people, you have yeah. your sponsor. Yeah. That's then, what the community does. Yeah. So you're right. So. It takes that in that thing. You know what? That's something that we learned when years ago, when we were trying to start this initially, we were trying to just do like just what you do or, you know, just the how. And then we tried just a community without a how. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it doesn't, you have to have all work. three. Like you have yeah. to have the full. Yeah. This for, for us, like the sponsor, the society, which yeah. is our community and the system. I think for all communities, it's yeah, not they, just and, for this. Yeah. Yeah. And you think about it, it's just like, usually all of them have, yeah. have those because they have the, they have the book or the courses, right? But <laughs> right. they also have like the, the motivational speaking and yeah, the, the yeah. communities, the Facebook groups, you know, like all of these like work together to build that tribe. And, yep. And that's how it sustains itself. So it can't really, yeah. from personal experience, they will not sustain themselves yeah. as a singular yeah. standalone element. They all have to work together. So it's been an hour and 20 minutes. Um, so that I guess the final takeaway is if you want to build a personal bread, you want to build a tribe, you have to build it like a church. And in order to do that, you need the how, the information, the process, but you also need the why or the, the motivation, the community, the, and it kind of has to work together is yeah. what I'm taking away from our conversation. I think so. Is that- and you have to be super authentic in your Instagram comments. Oh uh, yeah. 
Uh, that's that's actually the key takeaway uh, for me. Both of us. So everyone, be authentic in your comments. Don't agree with everything. Don't exactly. just put hundred percent everything. Not just the double hand emoji <laughs> and hearts. That's so easy be... though. <laughs> Takes two seconds. <laughs> It is. It is. But I think truly, I think both, both son and I it want a, feedback and we want like, yeah. we want real awful, honest feedback. Yeah. We want honest feedback. Yeah. I would love questions. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about that. It'd be yeah, cool if true. we had like, if we had a that's question true. that we could answer on the next, maybe, I can, um, maybe I can put office. it on the, on the story. Yeah. Like what question yeah. do they want to ask? Yeah, us? Let me do that. Yeah. And, um, good idea. Yeah, like I just, think that would like be. We, we just like added something to our our podcast. See, this is how yeah. it evolves. You start off messy, exactly. and it gets formed as you go, and it gets formed. Yeah. So, and just remember, if you want to be pinned at the top of <laughs> the comments, <laughs> you gotta say disagree. something controversial. <laughs> Instead of put hundred percent, put zero percent. Zero percent. This sucks. Be a troll. I'm just kidding. But in all seriousness, feed I would love feedback. I would love connection. Um, and I'd love some thought provoking comments. Because there were some there were definitely some lists last time. And thanks for listening. Because I didn't think Thank anyone would want to listen to us. Thank you for listening, everyone. <laughs> yeah, I was like checking the stats. I was actually, um, I think we had like about 50 something people listen to on YouTube. And then we had about mm-hmm. 20 people on the podcast, which is a lot more than I thought it was going to be. So, yeah. yeah. No, me too. Me too. I didn't think anyone would listen. <laughs> yeah. So. And I, I love that. Like people have been DMing you. People have been DMing me kind of yes. giving us feedback and yeah it's all very encouraging super encouraging and so even though we said we don't like the hundred percents and the double high five emoji <laughs> i still appreciate it <laughs> um okay should we wrap it up here then yeah i guess we're done Okay. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Elizabeth.